Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. It's the show that we don't know why it's still running. Mm, I think it's still running because, one, we've got nothing better to do. Two, we kind of enjoy it despite moaning because we're British. And three... This is it. That's the British thing. We we enjoy moaning, so this is helping us to create something to moan about, right? Yeah, absolutely. And number three, people actually seem to enjoy it, so, you know... That's on you guys listening to it right now. So it's still running because we kind of enjoy it. We like moaning about it. And a bunch of weirdos listen to us two weirdos. Yeah. Jesse, I have found my people. (laughs) But for the record, for those of you who aren't used to Paul and Jesse language, weirdos is a compliment. It really is. Why? Because it, no, and and and, and I can make I can make this a yeah. business thing. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. who wants a business that's the same as everybody else? You want to be different. If you're listening to the show, you're probably my sort of people. That's it, really. Um, we're not trying to be something we're not. We're not trying to pretend that we're massively intelligent about things we know nothing about. That's why we get the clever people on the show. Yeah, we do. Um. The things we do know about, we actually say we know about and we can prove we know about. The things I don't know about is why people listen to the show. That's because we do no form of uh, surveys. Yeah. We do ask people, if you talk to us, if you let us know, tell us about it. Do you know what? What would be a really good way thing is if you love the show and only if you love the show, please go and leave us a review somewhere and tell us why you love the show it's a really good call i like and what's in it for you you, well not that many people do that yeah so there's a high so there's a high chance you could do that and become nuggeteer of the week and be eligible for free badges you know what jesse right you are not allowed to advertise this anywhere else okay okay nowhere else only in here this is being said right if somebody goes and leaves a review in the next week on any platform that we spot okay yeah feel free to let us know they they might get a cup of tea with paulie and i'll even pay for the tea cool can i go and leave because i quite like to come and have a cup of tea with you (laughs) me and you if right you your time is harder to get control of than mine is at the moment yeah so if we're both available we'll go for a cup of tea maybe I'll even shout some biscuits. Ooh, biscuits. Now, hold on. I, I've just remembered that you showed me the numbers of the show last week. We might have to put some disclaimers in here. Um, We might have to say that you have to be in the UK. Okay, In the UK, within two hours' drive of Southampton. Yeah. Unless you can come uh, to Manchester us. can be allowed if they're available on certain dates because I've got to go up to there for something. Um, we've not thought yeah, this okay. through, have we? <laughs> no, no. But someone, someone somewhere is getting a cup of tea and biscuits with Paul and Jesse if Jesse's available. And what they got to do for that? They just got to leave a review. Leave a review, okay. If they leave a review, right? If it, if only one person does a review, this is easy for me and you, right? Yeah. If, however, let's say it goes nuts, 
and all three people leave a review. Oh my god, because I know what the real number of three is. We had so many downloads in the last week, it's ridiculous. I have literally started the show by annoying Jesse. We weren't even 20 seconds in and I've done it. So, right, if any of the three people that listen to the show do a review, what we'll do is we'll put all of the names into a hat, if we can find a hat somewhere, and we'll pull a winner. Where could we possibly find a hat? It's like... It's almost on the top of my head, but I can't figure it out. <laughs> For those of you who only listen to the podcast, that may mm-hmm. seem weird. Because it is. For those of you watching on YouTube, you'll understand. Or if you ever know what Paulie looks like. Because, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Right, the whole branding of the Paulie thing. Yeah, the, the 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 what I normally wear when I'm out doing work stuff. Worked again the other day. I walked straight past somebody who knows us really well, and they didn't have it. It was amazing. It was just amazing. Right, Jesse, should we start this show properly? Let's do it. Right, ladies and gents, the show today. It, it honestly, it's an amazing interview. I I went into this interview kind of worried, kind of nervous, kind of thinking. This could go wrong. Uh, we could find out stuff about AI that I didn't want to learn. But do you know what? I ended doing this interview like a kid who's excited about Christmas coming. Okay. Loads of people are worried about AI. Loads of people are panicking about AI. I have a completely different view on it now. I'm so excited for what the next three, five, seven, ten years could bring to us. Yeah. We're going to have some fun, people. Fingers crossed. And um, if you're, because I know we had um, an AI episode not that long ago. Um, It's about six weeks, I think. Yeah, well, it was a very, um, it was episode 171 with Doug Doug Hohulin. I think I've said that right. He was good. Uh, Back in July. And he was really good, but he was talking very much about AI from a very um, high level and almost a holistic view of AI. Um, Whereas this is very much a a way of thinking about AI as part of your life and the fact that it's coming. So and when you hear when you hear Manoj's story about where he came from and what he's got to and what he's doing now and the people that he's speaking and standing alongside and trying to help as many businesses as possible with understanding AI and what's coming from it. My word. What a bloke. Yeah. I mean, just brilliant. Yeah. Um Jesse, should we play some music and go into the interview? Let's go. Newton's nuggets. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate the time that you guys spend listening to me ramble on with some really intelligent people. I still don't know why you lot put up with me, but the guests I have on here are just awesome. Now, today's guest I'm really excited about. I met Manoj in kind of an online networking world where where bunches of speakers talk to each other and give ideas and help each other. And the stuff he was talking about blew my mind now this show is going to be all about manuch it's going to be about business growth it's going to be about ai and how we can use it to better ourselves better our businesses and make things more fun manuch do you want to say hello to everyone 
Absolutely. Hi. So excited to be here. Hello, everyone. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this conversation with Paul. Mate, thanks. Right. First of all, I know you're a busy man. Thank you so much for taking time out to come and have a chat with me. Same. I mean, our time is the most important thing we can give to each other and your attention and and time. You are giving it to me. I'm giving it to you and everybody listening to this. Uh, so that's the beautiful uh, gift that we can give to each other. Like, do you know what this is it one of the first things that i find if i meet someone that i that that i'm impressed with someone i think they can give a lot of themselves to people and then i ask them if they would consider being on this show the 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 speed at which they say yes means a lot to me because you said yes so quickly you hadn't really thought about it you didn't say how many people or what are they doing what sort of businesses you didn't go for all that you just said yes because you wanted to share your knowledge with other people. And to everyone listening, don't pay people to be on this show. He's doing this because he's a nice guy. So let's get on with the show, shall we? Manoj, could you please tell everyone who you are, what you do, and why they should listen to me and you chatting for half an hour? Sure. Well, um, so um, I'm one of the leading experts in the field of artificial intelligence in the world. I have four patents in AI and, uh, you know, I've been uh, invited to speak at venues like the United Nations, um, standing next to people like the Secretary General of the UN, Nobel Prize winners, uh, all these things sort of, you know, sort of to tell you, okay, this is why you should listen to me. But more importantly, the kind of impact that we have created with the technologies we have built, 10 million lives uh, impacted. Um, a lot of students, patients, doctors, they have better uh, life because of the technologies we built. Um, and then the other thing is my background is, uh, I come from very, very humble beginnings. Grew up in India, earning $2 a day, working in a factory and wanted to change my life, wanted to do something better and had to fight a lot of naysayers around me, uh, including my, you know, uh, the closest people around me and to navigate through all those challenges because I know entrepreneurship and making progress and achieving your wildest dreams is, is a lonely journey sometimes. You know, what you see for yourself, sometimes other people cannot see. And so I want to share all this knowledge, all this experience, plus, what is coming for the future? I mean, this is, uh, I learned all these uh, uh, strategies to grow rapidly, to grow exponentially till now. But now what's coming in the future with AI, that's exponentially even more exciting, more, uh, has more opportunity, more potential. To give you an idea what that means, the CEO of IBM has said in the next seven years, by 2030, AI is going to add about $10 trillion to the world GDP. $10 trillion. Right now, the Sorry, world I can't GDP, even imagine what $10 trillion looks like as a number. It's ridiculous. Which is why I'm giving you the next, uh, next context. Currently, the world GDP is $96 trillion. The whole world's wealth is $96 trillion. Wow. Okay, okay so... 10%, more than 10% will be added in the next seven years. So if that doesn't really, you know, shake you up, then I don't know what will. And that is the reason 
why I'm I'm here to share these opportunities, but because the consequences also are dire. Because um, again, Peter Diamond is he's the founder of X Prize, very prominent scientist and entrepreneur. He has said that by the turn of the century, also not century, decade. So again, 2030, there will be two types of businesses on this planet. One who are using AI fully, and one who are out of business. So, mate, that's a bold statement. Yeah, and I see it. I see it um, happening. And I'll give you some examples to let it sink in because these are these are things not that we have not seen earlier. Because let's let's look at it. Right, 1993 is when I had my first experience with the internet. and we used that yeah. dial up modem to you know like just you know connect with the internet in year 2000 1998 i think in 5 years later 5 years later if i did not have an email address i could not apply for an entry level job no no you're right so i left so i left my school in 93 and we i the first job i went into was for a computer company where i was a trainee accountant and this was like i said it was an it company so they were at the forefront of all of the it movement and i remember being amazed that i could send a message a text message on the computer screen that was in front of me and it would appear at my mate's desk who was working in the it services for the company mm-hmm. and we were shocked we were like how this this is amazing and we did have email addresses in there but like i said not everyone did then and that was 93 94 i was working there mm-hmm. and then you're right by 2000 i had a website for myself and and mm-hmm. i had my own email address that again if i didn't have the email address i couldn't apply for jobs yeah exactly it's a quick turn isn't it mm-hmm. and then take 7 years next okay So from year two thousand to year two thousand seven, iPhone one came out. Okay, so just seven mm. years. Yeah. Oh my word! My daughter was born two thousand eight. Oh my word! Isn't it funny how you mm. these dates start to correlate and you start to go yeah, and yeah, I remember having like the iPod Touch that was really mm. amazing, mm. and then it. converted into a phone as well and everyone just went ballistic about it. Mm-hmm. And you think now everybody has a smartphone of some kind, don't they? Not only that, not only that. Let's let's step back here, right? So you so 1993 nobody had an email address, nobody had a website. In year 2000 you could not even function without an email address, right? No. And then what happened was a guy named jeff bezos he said okay you know i'll start a website and i'll sell books on that website and then it took him 15 years to become the richest person on this planet mate the world has changed so much so you see these patterns but you don't see these patterns and now again no. we are at the same same but now the only difference is the opportunity is 100 times bigger you're right right the amazon story that you you went through that way too quick by the way the amazon story we decided to sell books online 
But now almost everybody I know has got Amazon Prime and they expect things delivered to their house within 24 hours because it's just so much easier to do it that way. Uh And actually, okay, apologies to anyone who owns a small retail outlet store. Uh This is the way of the world now. And then weirdly, in your introduction, when you just said, who are you and what, what have you come, you admitted that you grew up in India and you were used to two dollars a day as your uh-huh. wage uh-huh. Uh-huh. what do you think about that now mate i don't i can't even imagine what you went through to make those changes yourself and to get to where you are now you know you're talking about you've you've done talks for the united nations you've done next to some of the most powerful people ever delivering talks uh-huh. But this can't be a half hour show. We've got to do like a five hour. <laughs> <on you. laughs> but the, right. but that's the power of technology. That is that is why I do what I do, which is with which is my passion, right? Technology yep. can change lives, and you will not recognize in five years, ten years, the world around you, the the way you interact with the world, who you have become. That's the power of technology. This is it. My name's, right. I'm currently sat in the UK. I'm sat in the south of the UK talking with you, right? Mm. You could be anywhere in the world right now, but as long as we've got decent internet technology, we can talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine me and you 20 years ago? Saying, not not right. even five, not even like maybe 10 years ago. Yeah, even 10. You're right. Pre pandemic. So even 2020, okay? I still had people saying, Paul, can you drive for five hours for this meeting? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Neil, you wouldn't even consider asking yeah, I know. that. I know. You just go, right, but I'll tell you what, we'll make a cup of tea and we'll meet up at 10 o'clock and we'll do yeah, it on yeah. Zoom or talk yeah, Teams yeah. or something. Yeah. Exactly. What about an eyelid? Like Absolutely. you just said, three years. Mm-hmm. Mate, this is moving too quick. I'm actually now scared how quick this is all moving. And my fear is something I'm going to bring up with you, okay? Mm. Because me and Jesse happily talk about AI. We happily talk about the fact that we don't know where it's going to take us. But then I see fear in people's eyes, and they panic about AI, and it's going to it's going to take our jobs. It's going to decimate our way of life. It's going to take over. And my favorite one so far is we're going to have Terminator on the screen. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I joke about this, okay? But you can tell some people honestly do have those fears. But then we look back, Manoj, and it wasn't that long ago that teachers were striking because calculators were coming into the classroom. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I I can remember my teachers saying to me, oh, you'll never have a calculator on you when you're walking around. There's one on my, what? There's one on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you saying to me that in 10, 15 years' time, I'm going to look back at technology as it is then and just see it as a natural progression and I'll be using it without even thinking about it? Absolutely. absolutely. Should I be worried about Terminator coming in and trying to do my house over? Okay, so let's unpack all of these things, right? So the first thing is that uh, – People have this misconception that we will be using AI. We are already using AI. AI is already in our lives everywhere. You know, as you mentioned that we are talking to each other, sitting across uh, continents. 
I'm in North America, you are in Europe. And um, the milliseconds of video and audio is being optimized right now using AI. Otherwise, it would have, wouldn't have been possible for us to have this communication in real time. Not only that, but we can actually stream it to thousands of millions of people around the globe right now. All that is AI. Take out your smartphone. Every little thing on that device is controlled by AI, right? So, yeah. so this, this is a misconception that AI will come. It is already here. Now, the second thing is uh, every time we go through a huge uh, societal change, a big change, people get uncomfortable, okay? So when the internet was just coming out, again, going back to year 2000, you may remember, some of you may remember if you're old enough, Y2K was a big uh, sort of a fear for people. Yep. People said, oh, you know, we're not going to have any groceries left in the grocery stores. And it was the exact same uh, reaction as we had with the pandemic. People were buying toilet rolls and whatnot, right? So yep. this is human nature to resist change. And especially when the change is huge, when the change is big. So when the industrial age started, we had to figure out how to train people in specific disciplines so that they can be planted to run factories, to run companies. And information used to be siloed, right? Now, information is everywhere. We are overloaded with information. So you will see what has happened in society. Things have changed from somebody possessing knowledge to somebody who can synthesize knowledge. Gotcha. Okay. Why is Google the most valuable company in the world today? They absolutely all their products are free. Can you imagine the? Can you imagine the? Like the? How come people don't notice it and blow their minds? Like, what the hell? Like Google is not even selling anything to you, and they are a no. multi-trillion-dollar company. Why That's is that? Amazing. Because they are able to synthesize information. Yeah, then they're, they're not even trying to sell to me on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. They just note, and the information that they share with us, they don't mm -hmm. even own it. Exactly. You compare that to when I left school in 1993, mm -hmm. and everyone was telling me you had to have a product or you had mm -hmm. to have a, something to base a business on. Mm -hmm. That that's gone now now don't get me wrong mm -hmm. people still need things people still mm -hmm. need the groceries they need the furniture mm -hmm. they need the stuff mm -hmm. my word but you think about it so you've got google who don't even own any of the information they're just filtering it for you in a way that works for you mm -hmm. the ai is then helping collate it and put it all together in a way that you want to read it and you want to digest it then mm -hmm. you've got the example of amazon that you said mm -hmm. a minute ago which now it's not just books. I mean, it's a powerhouse now. Okay, so let's talk about Amazon. Yep. Walmart has been the biggest retailer for more than 100 years. Yep. Okay. Nobody could even touch Walmart because I've been in the retail technology. And, and just 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we used to say Walmart is untouchable. Nobody can beat Walmart. Now, in 15 years, Amazon is bigger than Walmart. 
That's amazing, isn't it? And how many of those products did Amazon have to buy in to ship to us? None of them. None of them. They're using other retailers to fulfill stuff for their client. It's mm. amazing. Mm -hmm. So now you can hopefully see what is happening in the world. And now the next phase of our revolution or, or the business will not be just synthesis, but it will be applying multiple modalities of knowledge and creating new types of experiences, services, products, which were not possible earlier. No. And I can see things, even, even the more traditional businesses, I can see them getting faster, slicker, better at customer service because we're going to have ways to deal with those things that I can't even think of right now. Exactly. Now the light bulbs are going off, right? That's the reaction I want. Yeah. I, I hope everybody in the audience also has this light bulb moment to say, oh, we are just beginning to see this hockey stick growth in the world, right? And if people missed out, because I talked to so many people, including myself, I... I, I've heard so many times, I could have built Amazon. I could have built that app. I could have done this. I could have done that, right? But the thing is, you don't realize in real time what is happening. Yeah. You, know, you could have built the Candy Crush app. Uh, the Candy, Candy Crush, uh, I'm, I'm sure people are familiar with it. Yeah. That one app, it's a stupid time waster. It sold for $500 million. You know that? $500 million for possibly the easiest game to play ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's the, re the reason why, why that was so successful. It was the right time because smartphones were mm. just coming out. Everybody had a smartphone in their hand and they needed to kill time. And that was the easiest time killer. And, you know, now we are at, again, you know, again, I, I'm giving you examples. Amazon realized it earlier on. Candy Crush realized it earlier on. Then, uh, you know, all these technological waves as they come, whoever took the advantage earlier on, they made a lot of money. But now, this time, it is the biggest wave of all. This is the granddaddy. So don't miss yeah. it. Don't miss it. Well, this is it. And I see, um, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember the two companies' names now. There is Netflix and Blockbuster. Blockbuster were the absolute kings of video distribution to every household in definitely in the UK, definitely in the US. Okay. And they had a monopoly on it. Netflix came out with this idea of we're going to post DVDs to people on a subscription yeah. model. And they offered it to Blockbuster, who said, No, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah. Work. Yeah, yeah. Which one is standing now? Yeah, oh my god, not even close, not even not even close. Like Netflix is like they are they're throwing money away. Like I don't know, they cannot just spend fast enough, right? No. And I know, like I know in my house alone, there is just me, my wife, and my daughter. Okay. But Netflix is on one, two, three, four, seven different things within this house. Mm -hmm. Three people. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. madness. It's on our phones. It's on my laptop, a tablet, mm. and the telly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And do you think they're sat there going, well, maybe we should have listened to Blockbuster and not mm. done this? 
Uh-huh. You're right. The early adopters, the ones who think they're through fast and take it on, they're the ones who are going to win. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. And don't get me wrong, mate, because I, I worry about retail. I worry about smaller businesses. But then I do look at it, and some of those small businesses that are using the power of Amazon, for example, have realized they don't need to spend a fortune on warehousing. They don't need to spend a fortune on a shop front. And they're now distributing worldwide mm-hmm. because they're using the power of something else. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I'll be honest, my book's available on Amazon. It gets sold around the world, and I don't even touch the book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Now let's uh, let's talk about these small businesses, right? So, yep. what helps a small business are these things which used to take a lot of investment, a lot of hard work, a lot of like barriers to entry, right? So, yeah, barriers to entry for uh, distribution network for warehousing, and the biggest barrier to entry for small businesses is an able team right? Knowledgeable people, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's say if you are a small business and tomorrow you are able to hire a person, an employee who has a PhD in marketing, PhD in sales, PhD in operations, PhD in physics, history, anthropology, whatever, like everything under the the sun, that person has a PhD in that. That person never sleeps, available 24-7, never takes a vacation, and he's ready to join your team, answer any questions for you, help you out. What will that do for your business? It would become a skyrocket. It would just, mm-hmm. if I used that knowledge correctly, mm-hmm. I've got everything I need, haven't I? Exactly. And that's the that's the beauty of um, technology. When we say, oh, technology is going to eat away at these small businesses. No. It is providing you the rocket fuel to take it to the next level, only if you are ready to use it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It kind of comes back to what you said about uh, the Industrial Revolution, where we had to teach people new skills, otherwise we wouldn't have kept up. Maybe we need to reframe it in our minds and start seeing it as that. It's a new evolution of how we work. Exactly, exactly. So let's talk about work, because we were talking about jobs earlier as well, right? So a lot of people get held up on what work is because we have defined work as 80 hours a week or sorry, 40 hours a week, sometimes 80 hours a week. Uh, And that's the definition of work. But let's go back about 100 years. Okay. The definition of work for 99.9% of the population on this planet was working 80 to 100 hours a week in the fields just to put two pieces of bread on the table. Yes. Right now, yeah. in a modern society, we are used to weekends and whatnot, right? But in 2020, we experienced a brand new thing where we sat at home and government said, sit at home, I'll pay you. That's work. Yeah. Right? So the definition of work changed drastically within a period of two weeks. Okay? Yeah. So when we say, oh, we are going to lose our job, who's to say that nobody's going to pay you to, you know, follow your passion for art or music or, uh, you know, just uh, listen to somebody. 
you can go to a, a website like Fiverr today and charge a hundred dollars just to listen to people. Yeah. So a lot changes as technology advances, but people have to keep up and have an open mind to see, okay, maybe I lose this job because it's a freaking nightmare to do and I don't like it. What I'm going to get is a tremendously more creative and fun job, which will pay higher. And I'll have to, you know, invest less time doing the things that I don't like doing, but I will invest my time doing the things I like doing. And that will be my job for the future. People don't see that right now. And that's the resistance that they see right in themselves. Yeah. Because, because it's, it's a massive shift. Like you mm -hmm. said, it's a massive change. Now I've always had the mindset of, why would I want to work 40 or 50 hours a week? If I can figure out a way to earn the same money mm. in two to four hours a week, mm. I'm going to enjoy myself and earn exactly. the same money. Mm -hmm. um, so I've, I've always kind of fought against that way of thinking. Mm -hmm. For years, I was told by so many people that I was wrong. And mm -hmm. then I had mm -hmm. to keep proving that I could do this. And then, like you said, when that pandemic hit fully, and we were all told, stay in your houses, you know, just go out for one a bit of exercise yeah. a day. Just yeah. stay at home. Find ways to work from home. And, you know, yeah. people who had office jobs, we can do this. And, you know, laptops were hard to buy because so many people needed them all of a sudden. Yeah. Mate, that shift happened, like you said, in two weeks. Yeah. All of a sudden, people were going, well, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to still have a job because I can work from home. Or I've been furloughed, yeah. but I'm still earning money. And and you started seeing people going, I'm, I'm painting. I'm doing something I haven't picked up since I was a kid. I'm doing some carpentry. I'm making this stuff that can be decoration. I'm making furniture and I'm really enjoying it. And then when they started going, people, you can come back to work now. Yeah, a lot of people went, why? Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. But that, but um, the thing is that, that, that these transitions happen in spurts, right? Like, so we yeah. saw, we saw that spurt. But the thing is, I just want to tell people that's what's coming. That's what's actually going to end up happening. It may not happen like right now, but that's the future. But thanks to technology, thanks to AI. So if you look at technology from that angle, it's the exact opposite of Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You know what? Manoj, right? I've been, I've been properly on the fence on this argument i've i've been looking at the great things that could happen i've been looking at the scary things can, that can happen i've been sat there going i don't know which way my own thoughts want to go but just in this conversation you've made me feel like a kid who knows that christmas is coming mm -hmm. it's, it's something unexpected something you don't know is coming but you're getting excited about it exactly exactly Oh, but do you know what? If that's all you've done today, you've made my world so much happier. I love this. That's um, awesome. That's what I wanted to do. And and I, from your reaction, I can see that I, that that's great. I've done it. So my work mate, is honestly, done. Honestly, I can <laughs> I can feel you know the hairs on the back of my neck going. Whoa, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And it's going to be a change. And it's going to be bigger than when smartphones got introduced. It's going to be bigger than when the internet came about properly. Um. I'm so looking forward to this now, Manoj. Right, I'm going to ask you that awkward question, that horrible question that I told you you had 30 minutes warning for, mate. 
what's the one nugget of information you want everyone to walk away with from this show? See, this opportunity is um, to build generational wealth. This is AI is not just to improve your life, but think about your kids' life, your grandchildren's life. I just I, I, I was just in LA speaking about this. Okay, so what I what I said there to the audience was. There was a renaissance period in Europe in the 15th century when yeah. the musicians and the painters and the poets, they became the, the upper strata of society. They were the ones in the courts of the kings and the, and the queens. They were the ones making the big bucks, right? Yeah. That's when people like uh, Da Vinci and Michelangelo, they came, to, they came to the world. And ever since we haven't had like, you know, those kind of breakthroughs. That's what's coming now. So imagine if your grandchild is, is the next Michelangelo. Yeah. If, you know, if your child is the next Da Vinci. Think about those kind of possibilities. That's, that's, if you can just picture that and work towards that with technology, that's the possibility that is, it is putting, it, it is showing us now. And so if I want to share that, one piece of advice is to look at that kind of future that, hey, you know, we as individuals and our kids and our grandkids, we have the power now to make that kind of impact on the world. That's amazing. That is a completely different spin on the way I've been sold and been talked to about AI so many times. That makes it something that I want to embrace and I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Manoj, thank you so much, mate. I mean, I, I know how busy you are. I know you're all over the place at the moment and you're helping a lot of people. The fact that you would spend, well, what realistically will end up being an hour in the time that you came in before we were recording, in the time that we're chatting as well, I, I know this time is valuable to you. So thank you so much for that mate you're most welcome most welcome right ladies and gents we're now going to go to the bit where me and jesse have a chat about this whole interview um and manoush doesn't get to hear that unless he actually <laughs> listens to the show so you know that's another hour of his time gone sorry um but yeah we're going to go to this bit and i think jesse's going to have a lot to say on this because i know how interested he is in ai we'll see you in there in a sec Welcome back. Um, <laughs> right. So, sorry. I know some of you don't know what we do, and sometimes some of you have accidentally seen what we do when we record bits and splice them together. Um, me and Jesse got confused because we were laughing at each other's dancing. That's yes. pretty much what just happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. So now the chat. Jesse, when you were sat listening to that interview, how did you feel about it? How did you feel about the whole AI thing? I know you know more than most people understand about AI because of what you do and the industry you work in for 40, 60 hours a week. But when the interview was going on, when you were sat there just being a listener to our chat, how did it make you feel? Yeah, I mean, it feels like we're going in the right direction. Um, yeah. It's... I think the prob the, the the problem that we have from a technology perspective 
is it's taking real brain boxes to really do the work, the development and all the rest of it to create the tools. Yeah. So the the thing that's partially unusual about AI is that we all know about it and we have a little sort of foot we've got toes in the water of AI because it's already coming to us. We're seeing it, we're using it, whether we know it or not. Um, yeah. And what's interesting is um I thought a lot of people have tried to embrace AI from a we're going to make tools out of it, etc. And I think it's just a little bit beyond that at the minute. So currently, like, so the re- reason why I'm excited about AI is because people like Microsoft and Apple and all these big companies, they are bringing us the tools to use. And I think that's really cool at the minute. That's that's very exciting. But the one the reason the only reason I say this is because because as far as most of our listeners are concerned, that is the thing that we really need to focus on. And I thought uh, Manoj was really interesting, and like I was behind him with my pom poms cheering him on because yeah. I loved I loved the way that he looked at it. He was not talking about um, he wasn't just talking about like oh yeah this is this is something that's going to be a flash in the pan or whatever. You know, we've had all of these things like, you know, it went a little bit mad for a couple of years on cryptocurrencies and things like that. And it seems to have calmed down a little bit now and stuff like that. But the reality is AI is going to be one of those things that is here. It is what everybody's investing in. Um, And I loved hearing what he had to say about it. The only thing that I, the only reason I bring up the, the bit about doing itself is that people like Microsoft are actually trying to create tools that help us build more and more AI tools on their platforms. So actually it's only going to accelerate and get bigger when those become more user usable and user-friendly. It was, it was some of the other technology that you touched on that have made a massive change to our world. And they kind of crept up on us and, you know, it took seven years to implement or be normal or to be, Actually, normal is a good word for people to realise that this was a normal way to do things now. I mean, I don't know if you remember the first mobile phones that came out were massive suitcases, and, and my uncle had one. And everyone would be going, what you got that for? You don't need that. That's ridiculous. Um, I'm of the generation where I can remember my dad, who was a haulage truck owner and, you know, all over the country, all over the, all the time. And he used to have to pull up at phone boxes to call home to check what was going on with the business. Um, now, you know, it's just normal for us to have group chats on these mobile phones that have got so much technology in them. It's unbelievable. And as you know, I'm in a stupid amount of different groups on WhatsApp. This is normal. Um, WhatsApp's a prime one for me that, like, I was thinking mm-hmm. about it because somebody who I'm quite good friends with who's on the other side of the planet, I only know them online, frankly. Um, yeah. uh, but we we speak all the time and it's just very very normal for us just to message pick up the phone send each other voice notes whatever but actually yeah. that what that part of the world's got really small now because like you say phones there and you just use it i remember when you you know yeah. you 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 had to um you were 
tossing up between like the number of text messages or the number of phone calls you used to get in your phone package yeah and like trying to work out is it better to get slightly more text messages because i do that and i don't call that often and then only get like three hours of phone calls or whatever and now all of that is basically infinite usage fair fair use infinite usage because yeah i don't need to use any of that i can just contact anyone in the world for free on yeah. a video call I can remember having a great deal, great tariff that was uh, that cost fifty p a day, and you got fifty minutes a day, and you got something like ten texts a day. Yeah, and everyone being jealous of this deal that I'd got. Yeah, and and now it's I think it's cheaper to have mobile phones than having a landline at the house. Yeah, I would. I've not had one for a long time. No, certainly. No, years. we've only got we've got a landline for certain members of our family who only call landlines. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Um, and the way technology's taken over, something that Manu's popped uh, in as well, is that he doesn't think this is going to take seven years. Now, I agree on this one, because I actually think it's scary how much AI is already there and already being used. People don't class it as AI. You know, all of those apps that are helping you and thinking for you and writing the sentence before you finished it. Even the algorithms on social media, that's a kind of AI or yeah. search engines and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, all putting things in front of you because they're pretty sure you're interested in this advert. Yeah. It's it's already thinking ahead of you. Um. But the reality is, is we're now starting to catch up where we can actually use it ourselves as a tool. Yes. And actually, it's it's going to be here whether you like it or not. They're, the big companies are all fighting each other, racing to get it done, which is why it's happening so quickly. And you're talking about... I big don't know players. if you remember. Actually, you were one of the first people that put the, uh, I'll be careful, a type of AI writer in front of me. Yeah. And you said to me, look at this, look at how this could be used. Yeah. And me and you started playing with it months and months before other people started going, look, look at this chat GBT or whatever it is. Yeah. And I was like, eh, I've been using similar for about six months. Mm. Um, but it was it was more of a closed thing that only certain people did have access to. Yeah. And you look at some of this stuff, mate, it's clever. We had, we had Sturdy on the show a few weeks ago. And I tell you what, that man uses different forms of AI to help his business in ways that you just wouldn't believe. And when Sturdy turned around to me and he went, Ollie, why, why are you making your video chats hard? I was like, what are you on about? And he went, just plug this into it and you get an extra person in your video meetings. It works out this and this and this. It works out the most engaging points. It can pull these bits. It can cut clips for you. It can edit those. It can. I was just sat there going, oh, I'm a podcaster and a video editor, and I hadn't seen some of this stuff. Yeah. Wow. So, mate, I think we're already there. I think it's already taken off in a big way. Yeah. Um, And I think Manuj is right. It's going to depend a lot on who picks it up and understands it and uses it for good things. Yeah. Um, so that goes over to you, dear listener or viewer or whichever one you are. Um, what are you doing? Are you embracing it yet? Have you started using it? 
Um, let us know what's going on because I am honestly interested. Okay, I went from being scared and nervous about AI a few months back, learning more about it. Because of the mental theft stuff, I am worried about certain parts of it. But then if we've got people like Manoj and, um, and Doug and people like that on the right side of it, I have turned back into a kid at Christmas. This this could be awesome. Yeah. Right. It was interesting. Right. We had a little chat after the recording, uh, and I was talking to Manoj about legislation and things. And the reality is that he doesn't feel like legislation will be here anywhere near as quickly as this as the technology. So yeah, there will be people using AI for not so good reasons. But the reality is, there's nothing that any of us normal people can really do about that. And then you fall into the um, almost the cryptocurrency attitude, okay? And when cryptocurrency started, you had a lot of legislators going, oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, what a load of rubbish. It's not going to do much. Then all of a sudden it was valuable. Yeah. And they went, oh, we need to put laws in. You can't. It's already gone. Yeah. Uh, but we, we need to legislate on this. You can't. It's not in your country. In yeah. the cloud, it's it's around the world. You can't pick and choose what you're allowed to do now. I actually think AI is going to do the same. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think hey. it's going to be. Well, we've seen how it's gone from like a, a basic concept to something usable in essentially a year and a half, less than a year, probably. Yeah, yeah. Me and you were talking about this sensibly just before I moved house. And I've now been here 13 months. Yeah. That's how quick this has moved, mate. Jesus. Um, I think it's going to get interesting. I am really excited about some of the stuff we can do. Um, I'm also very excited about, and this is, this is personal, this is really close to home for a small business owner. This could save me on a lot of travel time. Yeah. I don't have to be shooting all over the place. Because if we work this right, I can bring as much value to anywhere in the world from my office. Yeah. And and with no. the AI, you, someone like you who doesn't necessarily like doing like paperworky type things, really useful for a lot of that sort of stuff. Yeah. This is it. And that's the funny thing, isn't it? Because I'm going to, of our team, and you pointed this out beautifully to me a, a couple of weeks ago, um, I always talk about our team and think about us too. And it's not now. I mean, there's there's somebody else who's staying more hidden. That's a very big part. Um, and then we've got people on kind of on a close circle that help us with lots of things. Yeah. And actually, you look at our team, and we're talking about seven, maybe eight people now. Yeah. Can you imagine if somebody comes to either of us and goes, oh, Jesse, we've worked out how to make this faster and better for the customers. We can help more people, and it's going to cost us next to nothing. Yeah. We're in. Why, why, why are you even bringing it to us, to be honest with you? Just prove it works and I'm good. But the reality is, like, the thing with technology, like, mm. where I've worked in the ERP space, yeah, we always talk about it being another member of your team. In fact, it helps you not have to hire more people for certain things. Um, And so AI is going to be like that. AI is going to yeah. just help 
add essentially free resource to your business. Yeah. Mate, I think this is the time that small businesses could absolutely smash this. Yeah. Really do. Right. Done. Manuj, you were brilliant. Thank you so much for being on the show. Absolutely loved it. Your your way of speaking about this and your passion about all of this really did rub off for me. I really enjoyed that interview. Thank you so much, mate. Um, Jesse, what else have we got to do today? Uh, not much. It's a Paul and Jesse show next week. Um... Paul and Jesse show next week. Uh, we've already told people to go and do reviews and put comments in. Um, yeah, we will be watching the comments as well. Okay, we we love seeing comments. Messages to us directly are still allowed, apart from the people who keeps Jesse. In the last week, in the last week, okay, I've had seven emails from people saying, "Oh, we absolutely love your show. Your show is brilliant. Would you like to hire me as the editor of your show?" <laughs> And it's like, well, for one, if we had budget, maybe. Number two, listen to the show. You know that Jesse edits it. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. We listen to the show so much that half of the people on it, can we replace them? Yeah. We, we listen to your show so much and we love it so, so much that what we want to do is really annoy one of the hosts and kick him out. How's that for an idea, Paul? Um so funnily enough, I've only responded to five of them, okay? <laughs> Ladies and gents, next week's show is going to be really boring because it's just going to be me trying to figure out how to edit videos again. Oh, God. <laughs> so next week's not a Paul and Jesse show. It's just a Paul show. It's a Paul and Jesse has a strop and strops off in a diva strop fashion. Right that sounds so. great. I'm up for that. Mate, I'll be honest. Do you remember that week that I was so ill that I couldn't even talk and I had the week off? I, I think it was December yes. 2021, something like that. Um, and you did the show on your own, right? Seriously, I felt rough as when I had a week off. 2021, jeez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we'd agreed to stop doing this at Christmas in 21. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. And before before we stop recording, I'm just going to say, ladies and gents, we're going to be bringing back sponsorship for the show soon. Okay? Oh, yeah. We're going to be bringing back, there's going to be an advert spot near the start of the show. So it'll probably be in between when me and Jesse talk and then the interview, right? Then there's going to be an advert towards the end of the show. That'll probably be in between the interview with me and Jesse talking again. We try and make this easy because I quite like the editor. Hi. Um, so yeah, we're going to be bringing back some spots. We've already got a few people interested. If you are interested, if you think that your business is right for Newton's Nuggets, if you think you have a product or a service that our following would like and would love, okay, because we are going to be strict on this. If you are going to try and sell people the next amazing MLM Bitcoin scam, you're not getting in. I've only had about 28 of them this week, Jesse. Um, oh, quite yeah, if yeah, quite quiet for me. That's why I like working with the new person. They delete them. Amazing. Um, but yeah, if you think that you have something that our listeners, now followers, would love and would appreciate and want to use, then we would consider you. Okay, ladies and gents, this has been Newton's Nuggets. 
We're a show with one pretty guy and the other one wears a hat. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Nuggets!